Hello and welcome to Nest of Folders. My name is Rosemary Orchard and I am here today with the extremely Canadian and lovely to talk to Scotty Jackson. Hello, Scotty. Hi, Rose. How do you be extremely Canadian? Is that a... How do I well, get to be extremely, extremely polite? Um, and uh, Canadians have a reputation for being polite. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's uh, it's a nice thing. So I'm going to go with all Canadians are polite and you are extremely polite. Oh, so, well, hello. thank you. That's hi. What a great way to start an episode. Well, I always like to start with the positives. That's good. <laughs> yeah, and then go that's it. I don't think there. we have any negatives in this episode because, uh, yeah. What I wanted to talk today uh, to you about today was um, capturing brain dumps and mm. mind mapping, sort of, um, and just all of these ideas that happen or can happen, and how we go about capturing those and what we then do with these things a little bit once we've captured them, um, because of course, depending on what you're capturing, maybe you want to do different stuff with it. You know, crazy as that might sound. That's a good one. So, uh, when you say brain dump, like, what do you mean by that? I mean, like that. So all of us have these these moments where we start writing down one thing, and then we suddenly write down fifteen or twenty or fifty things that actually it turns out we're looking in our brain somewhere. Um, and um, th- this is what I refer to as a brain dump. Um, some people refer to it maybe as a brainstorm when you're having a specific you're you're sitting down, you've decided that your session is going to be that I'm going to sit down and I'm going to capture everything. Um, and it, you know, this is referred to in GTD. Um, if you go through the trigger list and you're capturing all of your open loops, um, but I like to just think of it as a good old brain dump. Let's get everything out of my brain. And then I can figure out what it is I need to do with all the stuff because I have it now. So like a total excavation of all of the stuff that you've been carrying around with you, getting that out, externalizing that so that you can figure out, yeah, like you said, you know, what it is and what you're going to do about it. Yeah, because you can find some real gems in there. You can also find some very strange things like Mm. sandwiches left in a bag for six months. Not good. Um, But these things are all lurking in our brain. And sometimes it's good to just get that stuff out there so we can acknowledge things. And in the case of the, the sandwiches that have been left in a bag for six months, you can go... Hmm, well, maybe this was good once, but it sure as heck ain't good now. So I'm going to get rid of that. Um, and I feel that it's really good to to explicitly capture everything and then go through and, and do the do the acknowledgement of yes, good, no, bad. Um, and now what do I do with this? Um, once I figure out, you know, if I think that something's good, bad, or a maybe. Um, but you have to start with getting the ideas. I agree. And I, I, I think it's also really valuable to, to discreetly evaluate all of those things so that even if you get something out and you're like, wow, okay, that there was no purpose to carrying this or writing it down, but you've, you've gone through the process of unloading that. So now, you know, you don't have to carry it anymore. You, you can, you, you can deliberately delete it or no longer be conscious of it. Uh, and then these other things that are good, you can say, Hey, I'm going to move on this. And then you can make a plan about that. And, and so you really get to free yourself up psychologically by getting all of this stuff um, externalized. Yeah. And it's one of these things. Our brains are very funny things. They will obsess about the stuff that we we think is not important. Um, And then to the point where occasionally we end up ignoring the things that are really important that we do want to work on because it's just there looking at our brain and it keeps coming back to the front. And I found for me, the way I've got to get rid of this is I have to externalize everything, go through it, process it, and then figure out what am I doing with these things? And then because I make that explicit decision, it's much easier for my brain to go, well, that was an official decision. You've decided. 
let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it happens, these things crop back up, and then I have to sit down and try and figure out exactly what, why this is bothering me. But that may be a little beyond the scope of today's topic. Maybe. So when you we go to, when you, yeah, when you, when we go to do a brain dump then, like what is your process for that? Do do you, do you have a specific set of tools or timing or mentalities about that? What is your, what is your process? Well, I have lots of processes because, you know, why, why only, why only do things one way? Why be consistent? Um, and so um, I'm going to start with a, a new project example because um, this happens. I start a new project and then I start thinking, oh yeah, and I need to do this. So I need to do that. And as I I start doing this, then I, I set aside a couple of hours and I will sit down and I usually like to do this actually with a stack of index cards or like note square note paper um, blocks or something. Mm-hmm. And I like to just dump all of the ideas, one idea onto each of those. Um, because this means that I can move things around and I can create little stacks and I can line things up based on the order that I think things need to be done in. Um, and it it's really nice just sitting there, have some nice music playing, nice pen maybe, or just a pen that writes decently, um, and a stack of paper, and just being able to put everything down and then move it all around. Because I find what, especially, I think I've captured everything, and then I start moving the things around, and then I end up capturing more things. Mm-hmm. And also, if I capture things more than once, that's okay. I, I, I usually have a stapler handy, and I can just staple them together, because I'll, I'll have written them down in different ways, which means that when I'm processing this afterwards then I can I can figure out exactly what the best wording is based on all of the available information. Well, the other really beneficial piece of using index cards or note cards or pieces of paper and pen is that you can really take yourself out of the context of incoming notifications or incoming work because you're not mm-hmm. you're not at a computer, you're at a table or at a coffee shop or at something else where the only thing in front of you is pen and paper. And so you can really focus on getting things out because this you know i i take this isn't a time for deciding or processing or you know delving deeply into these things it's really just about capturing an inspiration or capturing a thought um and you can do that freely without knowing that you know something else is going to come and 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 stop your flow Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I find I do get distracted by notifications and so on. So I usually put my, my phone in my Apple Watch and do not disturb mode when I'm having one of these, these sessions, unless I know that something potentially important is going to happen and I need to be available um, to get that message. Um, but I, I will also use the feature where I can have do not disturb turn off at the end of the event because I'll put this in my, in my time blocking calendar mm. um, so that uh, I know um, after the end of the event, I will get that ping to go, by the way, you were supposed to be doing this now. Uh, consider if it's still important. And if it's a meeting, maybe pretend that you're present if you can. <laughs> Easier if you're remote, of course, for these things. But yeah, um, so that that's what I start with. And I find it's really important as well to, to in my case, um, to capture all these ideas and then start organizing them and still let myself capture ideas during this time because the one thing i've noted with with doing a brain dump is i am never going to get absolutely everything there will always be something that gets forgotten um for whatever reason and i have to acknowledge that i will forget something or more than one thing and that's okay which is why i always have a capture device with me be that my phone index cards and a pen um a field notes notebook 
something. There's always something on me at some point so I can capture things because I always need the ability to do that. Well, you're always in the process of generating new thoughts and ideas and, and th- having gone through the act of this, it's going to trigger another thought, you know, 20 minutes down the road. So this doesn't have to be the, you know, the brain dump that captures everything forever. It just needs to be the brain dump that captures to a point of comfort now that you've got, you know, you've, you've scraped the edges enough that, um, that you can move on comfortably without thinking about or worrying about in my case, um, what is the uncaptured or unexternalized thing that is still residing in the back of my brain somewhere that I haven't taken the time to really think about, Mm -hmm. you know, what it might be. Exactly. Yes, definitely. Um, because there are always these little gremlins maybe, or maybe there are unicorns lurking around Mm. waiting to be captured and, and either uh, disposed of or, or fed the correct food, depending on exactly what it is that it turns out to be. That's right. And not before midnight. Not not after midnight. <laughs> but what, how do you define after midnight? Oh, my God. Time because is technically, hard. one minute after midnight is before midnight the next day. Time is weird. Oh, yeah. Very weird. Also, if you haven't watched Gremlins, um, everybody at home, and uh, it's Christmas is coming. <laughs> Gremlins is a great film. Anyway. Back to today's topic. Back to today's topic. So, so that's that's pen and paper. Uh, then what? Or do you have other tools that you also employ? I mean, if I'm on a plane or in a coffee shop, then I tend not to do the index card or notes, uh, note paper technique. Um, simply because I like to take these things apart and start reorganizing them. And um, when you take over an entire like six person table in a coffee shop um, with index cards and note cards, A, people start to look at you strangely and B, somebody else will want to sit there and they'll put a coffee cup that drips onto one of your cards and then you won't be able to read it. Um, so uh, context is everything. Um, and um, there's one tool that I actually really like on the Mac and I use this a lot when I'm on planes. And this is Scapel by the folks over at Literature and Latte. Um, and for completely free form, this is amazing because you can put stuff anywhere. You can draw links between anything and it is totally disorganized and chaotic, but that works about the same way as index cards do for me. Um, and I find that that's really useful. It, this is very specifically for the, for the project planning things. At some point I'm, I, I, I usually switch over to MindNode because I need to force some structure onto myself. But when I'm doing that initial brain dump and capturing all of the ideas, regardless of, of, layout or thought processes or trying to figure out exactly what goes where uh, i'd like to have a very freeform tool available that's fantastic and my note is a great it's sort of a, a, a free form but with enough rails to be a little bit structured um exactly and, and mind mapping uh, great for that uh, the other tool that I would uh, throw in there, of course, I'm an OmniFocus user, and so the OmniFocus inbox seems like a pretty rational mm-hmm. place for this. But I often find that I am uh, distracted by my sidebar or other things that you know m- m- might come up, and so taking myself away from that can be helpful. And that's where I like uh, Omni Outliner as well, that I can just grab a whole bunch mm-hmm. of things in an Omni Outliner outline. And then I can just drag those right into the OmniFocus inbox. Uh, though I should say, too, that MindNode also has a very uh, elegant uh, from MindNode to OmniFocus flow as well. So it's, mm-hmm. it's nice to have these tools that speak similar languages so you can move content around. 
Yes. The other tool that I use, because I have the same problem if I open OmniFocus to capture a task, I'm going to start seeing other tasks and getting distracted, is I use shortcuts. Um, and I just have a very simple action. It um, asks for input. I can input one or multiple tasks split by new lines, and it uses the add task paper to OmniFocus action to send that one over for me so that that just lands straight in my inbox um, with no extras added to it or anything um, because this means I can write task paper in line um, and it just works, which is always very nice. But I don't have the rest of OmniFocus available to me while I'm capturing these tasks so I don't get distracted. Right. And I don't feel like I need to try and put in tags or projects or defer dates or due dates because I am just capturing. Right. And adding all that stuff for me, if I'm in a capture mode, if I start adding things like tags and so on, then I change mindset and I lose my 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 thought. Uh, yeah, exactly like what happened there. I, I lose my thoughts and I can't figure out what I was doing anymore. And I've lost all of these great ideas and I've lost the momentum that I had to capture them as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a completely different mode of thinking when you're when you're generating ideas as opposed to evaluating them or starting to plan about them. Those are entirely different ways of thinking. And, and so I think that, yeah, you want to avoid uh, switching out of the mode of thinking that generates ideas when you're doing these these brain dumps because uh, that that threatens the very core of what you're trying to accomplish. Exactly, and uh, you know, for me, for me, uh, one of the reasons why I do this is because I have too many thoughts running around in my head, and I need to know that they're captured somewhere safe so I can stop thinking about them and start thinking about how to do them instead. Um, instead of oh, I mustn't forget that I need to charge my toothbrush when I get home. You know, this this doesn't need to be running around in my head for the next six hours that I'm sitting at work. That's right, and and that's a good point. Is is just uh, like for me remembering that I need to be free to capture whatever it is that comes up. So this is all about yeah. capture, whether it's you know toothbrush or kids, family, work, or home. Or uh, something, I, I, I don't even know what to do about this, but I know that there's a something about this. That's great. Capture that. Capture everything and be really um, liberal with my ability to, to, just, to just capture it. And remember, too, that um, in the act of externalizing, to make sure that it is at least coherent enough that it will make sense later because it, it, I get trapped and I think that, oh, if I write this down, it'll, it's totally self-evident what this means. And it'll always be self-evident. And it's not. I, I, I went to my OmniFocus inbox the other day, and there was, I, I kid you not, the item in my inbox was the number 54. And I have no, I, I have no idea. I, I'm sure that when I put that in there, it was going to be very patently, I thought it was going to be patently obvious. Here's what the 54 is about. Uh, and that was lost. So uh, I need to remember to do enough Let's spend that extra five seconds of of couching whatever it is I've captured in some kind of context, so mm-hmm. so that it isn't just a trigger to capture more later. It is the actual capturing, and not just capturing a bookmark for a thought or a trigger for another thought. Exactly, because I mean, fifty four. It could have also just been a typo. Uh, you know, you accidentally you started capturing a task and thought, ah, actually, no, I don't need this. Um, and then instead of hitting escape, you somehow hit 54. I have no idea how. Um, but let's pretend that that's possible. Maybe blame it on the dog or the kids or both. Um, we'll never you know, know but it's, you- it's, it's certainly someone else's fault other than mine. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the other thing. You've got to cut yourself a break when you're doing this stuff because A, you're never going to capture everything and B, you will you know, slip up and end up with 54. Um, and <laughs> you'll have to either figure out what this means or accept that maybe this was a great idea when you wrote it down. But if you really don't know what it means anymore, then it can't have been that great an idea. And you should just let it go. And let it be free. And if it loves me, it will come back. Exactly. Um, because if it really is something that, that is important, it will come back. That's um, right. Which is why if I'm in, a, say, for example, a meeting um, and I'm capturing ideas, I really try not to let my brain wander um, when I'm capturing ideas. Because otherwise, it comes up with things like, don't forget to change your electric toothbrush head when you get home. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but I'm in a meeting trying to decide you know, how much storage space we need on servers right now. Like, I should be concentrating on this and trying to figure out, you know, exactly what it is that we need and where it's going to go, because otherwise we may have a very, very big problem. Because I was thinking about my electric toothbrush. Right. Um, and and it's but- and I think it's valuable, too, to know that, or at least to have faith, that by capturing all of this, the stuff that is relevant in that moment, you're making room in your mind for mm-hmm. that other stuff, too. So I feel like if, even if I don't do a 100% job, uh, of this, if I'm if I'm doing an act of this routinely enough, uh, I am making room so that for the stuff that I do carry around mentally, uh, that that's not so cumbersome. Exactly, and I think that that's important. Building this into your routine, it might end up being part of your weekly review, or it might end up being a, a different period of time. I definitely um, actually use. Monday mornings at work to do my my weekly brain dump, whereas I use my Friday afternoons to do my fr- to do my weekly review. And mm. of course, ideas surface and come up as part of the review. That's fine, and I'm very happy that they do because otherwise, sometimes these thoughts would never occur to me, and they are very important. Um, but at the same time, I I like to try and sit down on a Monday morning and figure out, okay, so these are the things that came into my inbox from over the weekend. What else is it that I realize that maybe I'm missing from these things? Because then I have five days to actually get some stuff done on it. So when it gets to my weekly review, I can feel really good about myself because I captured all of the stuff on Monday and look, hey, a lot of it's complete. Or actually, we've decided that this needs to be a project and there's a whole approval process. So it's going to go through that first. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's one of these things that genuinely helps me because otherwise I'm sitting there trying to write some code or something, and then these thoughts just start surfacing in my brain of, oh, yeah, and I was going to add tabs to this page instead of having everything stacked vertically because that's more user-friendly um, or whatever. Um, and, you know, if, if I've tried to capture as much as I can at one point, then I, I find that I am much more easily able to concentrate the rest of the time. It's interesting because I, I, thinking about you talking about differentiating the brain dump time from the weekly review time, I find that really an interesting strategy. And as you're talking about that, it kind of made me think of, you know, it, it's almost a bit like servicing a computer. You know, one takes your brain dump takes care of cleaning out your RAM and your weekly review takes care of cleaning up your hard drive. And it, it's yeah. kind of two different cleanings of the decks, both vitally important to a fully running and healthy ecosystem but they accomplish discreetly different, you know, outcomes and values. And that's, that's very interesting. I hadn't thought about separating them at all before. 
For me, it, it really works because otherwise, while I'm there in the weekly review, it kind of feels like I've done a lot of this before because one of the things that I do as part of my brain dump is I, I do use trigger lists. Um, and if you've read GTD, there's a very long trigger list in the book. Um, Build Your OmniFocus Workflow has a free trigger list available on the website as well, which is one that I use for my personal stuff um, a lot. But for work, I tend to just go through the list of projects. Um, and try and capture ideas for them if there are any ideas floating around to be had. Uh, in some cases, there are no ideas floating around to be had, so my project is perfect and complete and bug-free, which means I am a wonderful and amazing person. The day that this happens, I would also like to be crowned Emperor of the World or Empress of the World. Um, but um, for the time being, I tend to end up coming up with things for pretty much every project that I own at work. Um, and then I capture them because if uh, I am working on something else, then I can I can usually squeeze those things in there as well. Um, and I mean, in this case, this week, um, as, as we record this, I've spent the whole week on a training course. And so I've been doing nothing but capturing the whole week. Um, because every time I learn something, it's like, oh, we definitely need to implement this here, mm -hmm. or we should mm -hmm. definitely review implementing that over there, because it's probably going to make our life considerably easier down the road, etc. Um, and I've just been capturing that, honestly, um, in Notability with uh, Logitech Crayon on my iPad Mini. Uh, we didn't have a lot of desk space. Um, I so I took my smallest devices. I love um, Notability. I, well, I really like capturing it in Notability in this particular instance because I was able to take screen uh, photos of the slides when I was capturing, which meant I had less to capture, and I've given myself that context that you were talking about with 54. I, I've scribbled down whatever my note is, but I've got that photo of the slide right next to it mm -hmm. so that I have more context because I will, I will actually be getting PDFs of the slides uh, on Monday um, so that I can go through and match things up in a much more high-res version. But right. as an interim solution, just taking a photograph of the slide or the thing and sticking that in my, in, my, in my notes in this case, but I've done this with OmniFocus as well, where I've taken photos of things and just added them to my task so that I can go, you know, like, buy bird plant thing. And then there's a photo of it right. in there. And then, I, then when I see that photo, I go, oh, right, yeah, this is the thing that kind of looks like a plastic bird that you stick in a plant pot and you fill with water and then it waters your plant while you are gone. And without that photo. Yeah, because I've got that photo, it gives me that context, which means I don't have to spend much time writing and necessarily finishing the thought because that photo is going to finish that thought for me later. Right. Providing I remember to check that the photo is there. That's okay. I have had that before. I genuinely had a task that said, look into bird plant thingy um, with the photo, but I forgot that the photo was attached to it and was very confused for about 10 minutes before I realized that there was this icon. And when I clicked on it, oh, hey, uh -huh. look, I have a picture. There you oh, go. because of course I didn't just take a picture of the item. I took a picture of the packaging of the item. Like it's the oh, whole thing clever. together. Um, because it, Gave me that idea, and I didn't want to look everything at home when I, everything at home when I was at the hardware store. So I, right. I just took a picture of it. And as it is, I think I will go back tomorrow and buy that um, because my plants uh, probably need some more water. Buy that bird plant thingy. Yeah. So I know we were talking. So you talked a lot about trigger lists, and we were talking earlier about like kind of avoiding some of the system stuff because of distraction. But in some yes. cases, I find that that distraction actually pays off a little bit. So I've kind of built my system around. And maybe this harkens back, I guess, to 
our last episode around managing personal, professional, and, and, and everything in one system, that almost acts as a bit of a trigger list for me. So if I look at my folders and projects that I have there, I can think, oh, what about this? Because I'll have single action lists mm-hmm. that refer to, you know, more areas of my life, like, you know, finances or home maintenance or car maintenance or uh, kids activities. I've got some of these various different sort of groupings, I guess, of tasks that are less outcome oriented projects. And those mm-hmm. are very helpful trigger lists for me too, because they'll generate, uh, they'll help, you know, dredge up some latent thoughts that aren't maybe at the forefront of my mind, but I know I've been, I've been harboring in some way. Definitely. And I, I have to say, I, I do do this as well. That's, that's my Monday morning brain dump at work. Um, I use the focus feature in OmniFocus to focus on my work folder because otherwise I end up feeling like I'm very scatterbrained and that I haven't really accomplished anything. Even if I were to capture exactly the same number of work tasks um, outside the focus mode as I do inside the focus mode, the fact that I've got things on there like uh, older Christmas presents for my parents um, and buy wrapping paper and things like that it feels like I have lost my context a little bit, um, which is not necessarily true, but I like to try and focus on an area of my life at a time because it it just gives me more bandwidth um, for that. And I feel like I can come up with better ideas overall and explore those ideas more thoroughly because sometimes one note card turns into six note cards mm. or one task in OmniFocus gets 15 subtasks. Um, and then these get rearranged and turned into a nice little hierarchy and it's a sequential action group and it gets moved into one of my project folders. Um, and that always feels nice. Interesting. I think I'm kind of the opposite. I think I uh, like I'll look at a brain dump afterwards and it will be, you know, documentation about this uh, project plan about that dog food, uh, Christmas gifts, wrapping paper. Uh, you uh, develop presentation about X, <laughs> and I'll have I'll have a mishmash. But I feel like I get into kind of a rapid fire mode, and I mm-hmm. uh, for me, I need I, I I think I need the rapid fire mode more. But I might experiment with you know trying to go a part at a time too. I think there's there's kind of a balance that I need to strike between uh, like freeform jazz and, and structured, you know, thought Mm -hmm. brainstorming about things and, and probably, you know, not just having a balance about that, but, you know, consciously going through the exercise of, okay, now I'm freeform what's on my mind and then, and then moving into, okay, and now I'm structured. What haven't I captured yet? Exactly. Yes. Um, and I, I have to say for me, focusing on approximately a, an area of my life at a time works best. So that would either be, say, work or personal nerd or professional nerd um, or just travel because um, oh. I have a lot of travel things going on. I believe I've hit 42 flights this year now um, and there are still more to go before the end of the year. Um, you might get up to so 54. Sure uh, no, that that's not happening. Uh, but I will be hitting 44, that's for sure. Maybe more, it depends. Um, but, you know, I have these different areas of my life. Um, and I feel like, especially if, for example, let's take travel. Um, if, I'm, if I'm looking at those, then it's very easy for me to be like, okay, well, let's double check. I've got hotels for everything and I've got flights for everything. And I figured out how to get to them from the airport and for everything and figured out transport and like in the city and and stuff like that um i i i have these checklists that i use for travel um which make sure that i've covered all these things so that i don't turn up somewhere and find that hey i only brought euro plugs with me but this place uses the us plug for example um 
because that has happened to me before and I had to go out and buy adapters because I was just confused about life. Um, I, I have one of, I have back to back trips. I didn't even leave the airport between trips. Um, mm. And apparently, me when planning did not think, hey, uh, trip two is immediately appended to trip one with no time to go home in between and switch tech bags. Um, so uh, I had to. I had to deal with that, but I find that if I I sit down, it's also maybe more fun because I come up with more ideas of places to go and people to see, um, or is it places to see and people to go to? I don't know, but yes. It can be all of those. It can be anything exactly. as long as you capture it. Exactly, and that's the thing. I, I just want this stuff captured because then after that, I can go back and I can do the processing. And a lot of this time, this stuff just ends up either in my general inbox in OmniFocus or sometimes I have been known to create a single action list inbox inside of a, a folder um, or project um, so that I can then, um, or a, a top level heading inside of a project, I should say, because you can't put a project inside a project in OmniFocus, um, where I've, I've just got all this stuff so that I can then reorganize it later. Um, but I've also been known to carry a stack of note cards around with me for three weeks while I figure out exactly what's going on here. Um, adding to it slowly over that period of time. And then I sit down and I capture it all. But capture is a very separate step. Uh, sorry. Right. Processing it is a very separate step to to the initial capturing um, because it needs a little bit of massaging occasionally to get between those two steps. Of course. And maybe it's at that separation of steps that is a good spot for us to wrap up our episode this week. I think so. I think it's time to, to separate and uh, come back for the next episode. Scotty, where can people find you on the internet? On the internet, people can find me at heyscottyj.com or by the same name of uh, at heyscottyj on Twitter or Instagram. Where do people find you, Rose? Uh, I am rosemaryorchard.com. You can find me on Twitter at rosemaryorchard and occasionally on Instagram at rosemary underscore orchard. The podcast can be found at nestedfolderspodcast.com, where you have the links to subscribe in all of the favorite podcast applications, I hope. And we are also on Twitter at nestedfolders, where we love to hear your feedback. So if you have any feedback on this episode, any topics that you want to talk to us about, or just want to say hi, then please feel free to either tweet at us, or you can use the contact form on our website if you are not on Twitter or you don't want to send it on Twitter. We love hearing from all of you. Definitely. All right. Then we will be back in two weeks with another episode. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, Rose. Talk to you soon.